Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist and of course guys like always the Honorable Tesla with his couch potato shirt on today he chose his very very wonderful couch potato shirt and also the fantastic Miss Frida are here guys they are both in the video store and of course, in the annex across time and space is, of course, the illustrious Butt Maestro. How's it going, buddy? Hello, everyone. How you doing? I, nope. That, that, yep. That's, that's my Schwarzenegger impression for the day, and I'm just going to cut it off there. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love, which happens to be movies most of the time. You know the title of the show, Cinema gems yeah that whole thing uh and this week we're doing an interesting one uh i'm not gonna say this goes in like the same category of holy shit what did the admiral just make me watch uh but close pretty damn close okay what are we talking about today admiral we're talking about twins 1988 35th anniversary of twins Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yep, I, I, I told several of our Swapper Jacks friends uh, that we were doing this this week, and they were just like, "Why?" But also, <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> That's the best, like the best reaction to reviewing Twins. Why? <laughs> they were like, "Why?" But also, let's go. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and also to all those listeners out there that have become recently. Uh, new Cinemaniacs. Um, the Hi, best welcome. Yes, the best realization I'll have to say is that um, give us about 15 minutes of a show, 15 minutes or one episode, whichever episode your choice. If you don't like us, all we ask is that we you pass us on to someone that would like us. That's all we ask. Just very nicely. This is not for me. This is a friend that loves movies. This is I have a friend that loves movies. Because we all have that friend that loves movies. And if you don't know who it is, odds are it's you. So that's all we ask. And if, you're ever, if you ever feel so inclined, uh, whether it be a positive thought or not so positive thought about our show, you can tell us all about what you think about what we do here by emailing us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com or tweeting us at cinemagems underscore pod yes uh tell us all about what you think about our show what are we missing out on is there anything we haven't covered yet that you love or you kind of hate watch because yeah we're we're about that shit too yep so let's talk about (laughs) the two movies that batman villains were in together before they were batman villains uh, right before we get into this, I do want to point out uh, there are multiple ways to watch this movie right now. The easiest one, unfortunately, is probably going to be Netflix. Boo! However, boo! Exactly, a hundred percent with you, Admiral. Uh, because right now, uh, in case you've been living under a rock, the Writers Guild is on strike because you know they want what we all want—a living wage. And to be recognized for their work. And on Cinema Gems, we fully support the Writers Union. Woo! 100%. We fully support the, the Writers Guild, the WGA. We, we want them to get what they want. Because we want more 
good movies and good TV shows. And we know that's not going to happen until people are treated fairly. Uh, Netflix disagrees. Netflix, which has been profiting hugely off of writers and the Writers Guild, uh, is really digging their feet in the mud. Uh, you can find more specifics about it if you just do a quick Google search correlating Netflix and the WGA. Uh, but essentially we are soft, at least soft protesting, soft boycotting Netflix at the moment. If you have a way to watch this movie, uh, that is not Netflix, please do. Um, I encourage you to support your local library. Yeah. A hundred percent. So if, if that is an option for you, if you have a branch of your library, uh, near you that does DVD rentals. They almost definitely have this movie. And I'd much rather you support your local library than support Netflix right so, now. So, as... <clears throat> that being said, let's get into at, Twins. Well, before that, but my trope. I totally 100% yeah. agree Which with you, you about Netflix. I just haven't liked Netflix since um, they've been cranking out Stranger Things seasons. Because, look, guys, there are some series that I really love that they did. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, this is great. And then it gets canceled because it doesn't bring in and doesn't draw the viewership that Stranger Things does. So from then on, I yep. don't really like Netflix at all. I haven't liked Netflix since the first season of Stranger Things. Like, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so I totally 100% agree with the But My Show. And I totally 100% put my full force and i know i'm not going to speak for the dogs but i know they like humans to have uh available lives so their their furry pets can have better lives their their camaraderie of the pets can have lives and most writers have furry pets so we as cinema gems 100 full our back support behind the screen actors guild of america absolutely. all right but let's get on to twins absolutely let's get on to twins so Starts off really weird. This Frollo starts talking about. I I did not expect the borderline sci-fi opener. Like I didn't realize when I when I, I I've seen clips of this movie out of context for years. This is the first time I've sat down and watched this movie, and the opening where it's just a narration, uh, and I believe that is Tony J's narration. Yeah, Frollo. In the beginning, right. Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Admiral. Yeah. Yeah. Tony J from uh, as as Judge yes. Claude Frollo, one of the most terrifying Disney villains Correct. of all time. Uh, <clears throat> talking about how Jules and Vincent are identical twin, uh, well, not identical twin brothers, uh, part of a secret experiment by the U.S. government, uh, where <clears throat> by the U.S. government, where uh, uh, essentially selective breeding. Uh, they they chose six fathers to produce the perfect child, and uh, the mother Mary Ann Benedict uh, was told that Julius died at birth, and not told about Vincent at all. Yes, and Vincent was uh, left at a uh, at he was left at an orphanage while Julius was taken away to south southwest of Fiji. Uh, to live on an island for 35 years of his life. Yep. At, at where he was training, he was studying, he he was getting just absolutely jacked, mind, body, yes. and soul. 
Yes, he was. And so then he finds out that he has a brother, and he literally rose for 27 hours to get to an island so he can get on a plane so he can go find his brother in Los Angeles. And all I have to say is there are a lot of musical renditions that I want in real life. And I literally want Arnold Schwarzenegger to sing Yakety Yak. I want that version to be- exist. Oh, my God. <laughs> that that was pretty it. funny. That actually got a I good was. chuckle out of me. Uh, so then he flies in and he goes and he does he does some sleuthing. I mean, as much people would. I love that two, uh, two people try to get him because he's a tourist. And he goes, what'd you do to him, man? I wasn't his enemy. The pavement was his enemy. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, Arnold. Gra- gravity was his enemy. Um, oh, and can I first state this by first? So, as a small child, I've watched this movie many of times, um, like three or four times. But apparently, I've only seen the Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger pot- plots. There's another subplot that happens in the background. Okay. That I couldn't comprehend what was going on because I was a small, feeble child, right? You know, I I can't ascertain what's going on with yeah. rocket engines and and hitmen and all that. So, I don't know what was happening. So, when I watched this for the first time since I was a kid, I was like, holy shit, this movie's a lot darker than I thought it was. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You okay. want to get into so, it? Julius... Danny DeVito's character uh, is, you know, falling on hard times. Uh, he's a private eye, sports, dete- sports, like, he also does, like, plumbing. He does a lot of things. Like, a lot of things. Just to scrape by. Yeah. And he also is out for a loan shark for 20 grand. So, what does he do? He starts uh, flipping cars. He has a friend. Who I believe your uh, I believe you pointed this out to me that the the parking attendant is from CSI. Yeah, that's Caruso. Right. Okay, so that's who that that's David Caruso as Al Greco, uh, the the sunglasses guy from CSI Miami. Yeah. Yep. Wow. When he puts his sunglasses on, um, so he basically informs uh, Vincent, hey. There are, we have some cars available for you to come steal. So, he's heading off. He meets his brother, Julius, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in jail. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm your brother. And I love how Danny DeVito's Vincent's just like, hey, you need to pick up the phone, you bozo. So, he's like, hey, um, I literally you can spring me out of prison and I'll be anything you want. And I love that Arnold's like, oh, of course I'll do it. You're my brother. So, you know, legit. Like, it's doughy-eyed Arnold that just believes that Danny DeVito's character, they're twins. They're brothers. So, as this goes on, we find out that, is it a Vic that, ha- that the guy Steel and the Hitman is supposed to come and grab it? Is it a crown Vic? I, th- I thought it was a. I thought it was a caddy. It's a caddy. <clears throat> it's a caddy. Okay, so it's a caddy. I thought it was a. It's it's a late model Cadillac. So it's got this really weird like engine in it. Did you notice what? I mean, wasn't it supposed to be like a rocket engine or something? Yeah, there's some weird like covert rocket science going on. 
It's never fully explained what it is, and if it is, I was very inebriated while watching this because I, I mean, same. You kind of have to be to watch this 1988, Absolutely. 35 year old movie. Absolutely. So, as it's as as that's happening, um, I love that. I love that Arnold Schwarzenegger's character Julius is like, "Hey, do you have a do you have a booklet of how to drive a car?" Oh yes, <laughs> I and love I love how he just I love that part reads, so much. Speed reads everything. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah yep, 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 um, yep." <laughs> um, uh, ha- and I love he... how he lifts the Cadillac up higher than a forty-five degree angle to turn yep. off the alarm. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Oh my god! Look, it really gets really squirrely in this in this movie. So as this is going on, he had uh, Vincent's character uh, has delivers the the caddy to Houston because he's supposed to get five million dollars. Not knowing that there's a hitman after him, he also decides to take his uh, his girlfriend, his girlfriend's sister, who is very infatuated with his own brother. Julius, aka Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Did you also like the scene where they had dinner together and they did everything as twins? They moved, they moved their cups. That that was yeah, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> it like genuinely showed these they are related. Like it showed how innate their idiosyncrasies are. Right. And I love that little like fine point of like, oh yeah, we're brothers. Yeah, yeah, but you actually got to see it. And that's what I liked most. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they head over to New Mexico to meet the doctor who like made the thing happen. And the doctor's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I love that Arnold. We've all been we've all been this angry with Arnold as Arnold was in this one scene at one point in our lives. Yes. And I love how he's like, I'm pissed off. And he like kicks the door in, and he finds out, hey, uh, you're you, you are brothers and. You know, this is genetically speaking. Also, Arnold met his quote unquote one of his six fathers. Remember? Like the, the Yeah. Like the football player. Mm-hmm. He met he met him and it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Technically speaking, that is your father. And so they find out where their mother is, they head over to their mom. But we get a nice sequence of them getting dressed together, them hanging out together, them dancing with their girlfriends together. You know, it was really nice. And then all of a sudden, this weird-ass fucking subplot just comes in and it subverts its expectations about, oh, hey, yeah, you forgot that this is a hit movie? Yeah, well, it's happening. It's like, what the fuck? What is happening right now? What is happening? So they go to Whispering Pines where their mother is, supposedly. As soon as they broke in and the lady goes, you're not supposed to be here, my brain was like, "That's, that's the mom. That, that's the yeah, mom. yeah, instantly. And I love that she just plays him. She's like, no, she's like, uh, she's like, she's dead. She's not here. Blah 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 blah. She doesn't specifically say that she is her until they leave. Um, and then they go and uh, they go over. They go over to Houston. Well, of course, of course, Danny DeVito's character gets pissed because he found out that he basically was abandoned and his mother didn't care about him because his mother's dead and he can never confront his mother and ask him why he was left. You know, the things that, you know, orphans deal with, right? Like that are given up at birth. Like, 
oh, your parents really loved yeah, you. It, it's going to fuck with your head. Right. It, it <clears throat> fucks with you. Right. So basically, he drives off and he heads over to Houston and he drops it off. He drops off the caddy. And the hitman that wants his money, who's apparently he's worked for 20 years in this field and no one's ever seen his face, which how does that happen between the 60s and 80s? But okay. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever you think is happening, sure. I'm just like, wait, 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 20 years? I, I, I agree. That was kind of weird. I'm like, I can see that now happening for 20 years, but between 1968 and 1988, you're going to tell me that no one has seen your face. Also, did you like that Arnold Schwarzenegger went and saw Willow? Did you like that? <laughs> I did think that was really cute. <laughs> That was really damn cute. And I love that Danny DeVito and him are just going there and go, oh, Willow. So my viewpoint, my headcanon is Danny DeVito just left Willow and Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger went in to go see Willow. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. And also, and like also the other thing is while we're talking to the, uh, the creator of, you know, the experiment, he basically says, we knew Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Julius, was going to come out, but we didn't know you were going to come out. The literal leftovers. You were what's left out of this person. And that kind of hits hard, man. That kind of hits hard. Yeah, that's a shitty thing to say to someone. Yeah. Like, that, that, uh, that falls under technically the truth, but not necessary to say out loud. Like, you don't have to tell your kid that they're an accident, and if you want to tell them that... Find a slightly better way to say that. Exactly. Patron walked in on this point, and she was like, what's happening? And I was like, oh. I was like, I know exactly why I don't remember this movie. And I told her the whole thing, and she's like, well, why is, why is, why is Danny DeVito sad? And I was like, oh, because he just found out that he's the leftovers of everything. She's like, oh, my God. That's so sad. I was like, yeah, that's why he's upset. That's why his big brother's trying to cheer him up. His literal big brother. Um, and so, you know, so... So Julius, oh, did you like that uh, Danny DeVito named his cat after Julius? After his brother? That was really <laughs> cute. That was Which, really cute. Which, by the way, people, if you ever want to know how I talk to the to the dogs, the Honorable Tussle and the Fantastic Miss Frida, that's how I talk to them. Like, <laughs> like Vincent talking to Julius's cat. 100, oh! I, I've oh, seen it. 100%. What are you doing? Look, they're even like, wait, what? Dad, you're talking to us right now? Well, look. So, and I love that it's this ongoing joke. Because it's the rules of, th it's a rule of three. It's the joke. How it's like, first one in a crisis situation. Rule two in a crisis situation. And rule three is just like, I'm going to break this, I'm going to literally make this chain break entire every bone in your entire body. Breaks. And I love that. <laughs> I love that Julius is like, we're going to give back this money. And, and, and Vince is just like, yeah, the $4 million that's in there, right? The $4 million, right? Yeah, the $4 million. Okay, cool. The $4 million. Yeah. We're going to take $1 yeah. million to put aside for us. And then the $4 million. Yeah. Uh, by the way, hey, can you can you do me a solid and see how much that would be in today's money? What you got? Can you do the inflation calendar to see how much that would be? Ooh, yeah. Um, buy buy me a little time, and I'll of pull course. up the inflation so, calculator. So basically, they find everything... Their mother reveals himself. Hey, look, it's me. I didn't know you guys were a joke. I thought you guys were being funny, but I saw that you actually do care about the wellness of human beings. Blah, 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 this. And we get to see 
one of one of their dads, uh, uh, their mom, and both of their wives slash well, I guess partners at this point, watch Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito come out with two sets of with each have a twin. Like, I mean, they are twins, but I mean, uh, Danny DeVito's character has a set of twins, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's character has a set of twins. It was so cute. It was so wholesome. And look, this movie needs to be watched now, not for the weird subplot of the hitman, but like, you know, it's an interesting film to have seen, I guess. I, I so let me give you a little let me give you a little math real quick. So fifty thousand dollars in nineteen eighty eight has the same buying power as a hundred and thirty one dollars and ninety. Uh, I'm sorry, one hundred and thirty one thousand uh, dollars and ninety six. Oh wow! Cents. What what about five million? <clears throat> let me let me do let me add a couple okay. zeros there. Yeah. Um. Uh, and before you mention that with the inflation calendar, we need to talk about um, Ivan Reitman uh, because this is the one of the movies that we reviewed uh, after he died in February of last year, and he's he's very well missed. I mean, look, you know his work. You've seen Ghostbusters. You've seen Ghostbusters too. You've seen you've seen Kindergarten Cop, another great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You've seen Animal House. You've Absolutely. seen Heavy Metal. You've seen Private Parts. Yes. You've seen Junior. You have seen Stripes. Look, this man is an amazing director. He is a phenomenal writer. A great producer. But, you know, he's lost and we probably will never get anything. But he, we know that his son is out there directing the next wave of Ghostbusters movies. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, this was a really fun movie. Really fun movie. Real quick, I want to answer your question. $5 million in 1988, $13 million in 2023. Holy shit, that's a ton of money. Damn. Yeah, it is. That That's a that's a lot, a lot of money. Yep. Um, there's there's a bunch of movies that, that he has been in. There's a bunch of things. There's a list of movies that he could have done that we might do later on. Uh, remember when we did that segment last year? I would have seen it. I think we should bring yes. that back soon. Oh, absolutely. We we can find other things that directors have done and maybe not quite completed. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah, I'm I'm sure there are several Ivan Reitman projects that never fully made it off the ground that would have been fantastic. Yeah. But look, guys, please go out there and check other. I mean, you can check out Twins if you want to, but go also go and check out other. Ivan Reitman uh, movies, stories, things he produced because he has a comedy heart of gold that is just perfect. And absolutely. It's that 80s niche that you can't get anywhere else. But that's all we have to say about Ivan Reitman. So, so a, on Cinema Gems, we have a little bit of a rating system. Did we go to do that at the same time? Yep, we did. <laughs> Whole gem, amazing movie, half gem, it's all right. No gem, don't bother. Admiral, where do you fall with okay. 1988's Twins? So for if I take off the nostalgia glasses just a little bit, I'm not saying this is automatically a full gem, but I'm saying it's pretty darn close to being a full gem only because of the relationship between Danny DeVito and Arnold 
for a moment, I actually thought they were brothers. I actually thought they were brothers. And I really loved one plot of this, one plot of this entire movie. But the other subplot, I'm like, I really don't care. I really don't care about the Hitman stuff. I really don't care. I agree completely, which is why, for me, this is a solid half gem. Okay. Because at least half of the movie is really enjoyable. Yeah. I'm glad that... And that screams half gem to me. Uh, But hey, let us know what you thought of the movie Twins from 1988. Let us know what you thought about our take on it. You can do that by emailing cinemagems15 at gmail.com or tweeting us at cinemagems underscore pod. And also, guys, I did go see Fool's Paradise, the Charlie Day movie uh, that he wrote and directed. Um, He doesn't speak an entire word in the movie. Um, And it's an hour and 37 minutes. It's it's really good and interesting. It also shows shows the devolve of the Hollywood lifestyle. And it made me come to the realization that maybe acting isn't for everyone. And I'm just really glad that Charlie Day was able to make a movie and his passion project, which look, I understand it's getting like just eviscerated by the critics but it's actually a really good movie when you are able to watch it if you don't like to go to the movie movie theaters it's completely understandable there were only two other people in the showing when me and Patron went so that's fine because everybody went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy which we saw that as well Guardians of the Galaxy is a full gem but Fool's Paradise is an almost full gem only because Okay. There was, like, quick juxtaposition, like, everything happened, and then there was an immediate reaction, and then immediate reaction, immediate reaction, immediate... You didn't really have time to set with anything, if that makes sense. But it was so well done that it's almost a full gem. It's almost a full gem. But, you okay. know, I highly, I highly suggest, if you can, whenever you can, watch Fool's Paradise. And know that it is an R movie about Hollywood, so you are going to get some things where you're like, oh, shit. So just be very wary of it. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Heard but, that. yeah, um, guys, uh, thank you, Marty and the Eric Nazerber, for allowing us to be on your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, all I have to say is we really love to hear from you guys. We really like to get little excerpts, even if it's through a text message or through a Facebook message of personal friends that we have. But please email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com or tweet at us at cinemagemspod or through the Instagram cinemagems underscore pod. Let us know what you liked about it. Let us know how bad we were. Let us know what movie she review. Or if you hated twins, let us know. We would love to hear that. All we have to say, guys, is thank you for being there for us and thank you for listening for us. And also, guys, just remember that you are not going through everything alone. Yes, there are some wars happening right now and you don't really feel like you need to say anything to people. You're working through your own troubles. And as a, as a great person once said, a good listener equates you to tell them what you want doesn't mean that you have to automatically reveal everything to that person if they're a good listener then you will tell them are you, you 
Yeah, that, that's pretty spot on. I think that's pretty yeah. spot on. Uh, thank you, as always, to our amazing cinema, uh, Cinemaniacs and Swapperjacks friends out there. We love y'all so much. You're doing your best, and I promise that's yeah. enough. And it's okay if all you did today was survive. It's okay if all you managed to do today was barely, barely get yourself out of bed, get through the day, come back home, collapse on the couch, and be ready for tomorrow. That's okay. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. That's the whole point of this existence, yes, right? Yes, I 100% agree with you. All right, guys, just letting you know, next week is a very spe- special episode. The Butt Monster will not be here. I'm sorry, buddy, but but we can get a little... We can get That's a little okay. excerpt in if you want to record like three or five minutes and send it to me because we're going to review Land Before Time for Patron's birthday episode. It's just going to be it's it's just going to be me sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> it's just going to be like two minutes of just me incoherently sobbing. I could just see it now. But my show, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> little foot's mom. <laughs> yeah, when you when I called you yesterday and you told me that I had interrupted the part of the movie right before, you know, the really sad part of the movie, I was like, you're welcome, I think, but also good luck. <laughs> no, but guys, look, just remember that you're going through everything. You're not going through everything alone. There are other people going through other things, and it's okay for them to feel that way. We've we we've mentioned it before, but everything has their own person. Everyone has their own personal struggle that they're going through. So just remember, hundred percent. Just remember, guys, that you can rely on your friends for a certain point. You don't always have to rely on your friends. Journal. That's what I do. I journal, and it gets it out. It gets it out. Um. But guys, uh, we will be back the week after with another anniversary, and then the week after that. So basically, a month away is your birthday pick, and I've already finished that season. I'm ready for that review. Yep, I'm I'm about to go hop on Paramount and rewatch it too. (laughs) All right, guys, just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, Black Lives always matter, guys. Always. All right, guys. Love y'all. Bye.